Welcome to the Queen Divas, Queens of Fitness podcast. Join your hosts, three-time WBFF world champions and WBFF royalty, Alicia Gowans and Stephanie Ayala McHugh, as we explore all things female health, training, competing, mindset, and living the fitness life every day. So happy new year, everybody, and welcome to the very first edition of Queen Divas Podcast with my beautiful co-host, Stephanie Ayala. Hello, everyone. Happy new year. I'm so pumped. 2022. We are so excited for just a completely fresh year. I think, you know, everyone's felt like there's been so much just constant COVID. (laughs) Gosh, it doesn't stop. Like it It just It just, it just continues <laughs> creating itself in other forms and other ways. Exactly. And it comes back, you know, like but, it's just crazy. But you know what? Like, you know, one of the best things I love about a new year, Ali, is the fact that I so many people get upset about New Year's goals and like people apparently going on like a trend and, you know, trying to set them. But you know what? I love the refreshing side of the new year, like such a clean slate. And I like to ride the wave. Like I try to even do it myself just to kind of forget or leave behind the things that maybe didn't serve me and I feel like it's so nice to have that like restart moment you know oh my god right and I don't know about you but how many times in the past when you were probably much younger Stephanie <laughs> yeah. had a year start we'd be like I'm gonna do this and it will be like oh. this big hairy audacious ridiculous unrealistic fucking pie in the sky goals right like the kind of diets I used to do and like things I used to cut out and like you know things I used to just immediately think we're gonna magically you know work because I started it for 30 days yeah and then you literally get like one week in and it's like in the toilet like so far gone thrown out oh man man. or like those that say like you know they have a really big you know drinking problem we're like oh I'm never gonna drink alcohol again you know and they're like super dramatic about them getting clean I'm like guys scale like do something realistic like be realistic with your goals and if you came from drinking every day do you really think you're gonna go cold turkey and actually succeed and not like go into this whirlwind of you know you know actually drinking or having sweets I think this is actually a really good topic that goes into the year yeah so what you know on this topic and you know I brought this up and sort of was suggesting this for us because we see it a lot right we see it a lot with clients we and we can relate to it because I know we can think back to when we were either teenagers or not long thereafter and you do do this you do do the whole I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this I'm cutting this out I'm you know what I mean and it gets very like rigid rule-based Oh yeah. It's like diets. If it's a rigid rule based structure, 24, seven, 365, no one's going to stick to it. Right. They don't work. And I think that the same can be said for a resolution. So with my clients, (laughs) what we do is we kind of go, let's sack off the resolutions and then let's instead focus on, and you never want to focus on too many. The rule of thumb is sort of one to three at any one point. But what am I going to do in my day to day every day or you know something that I'm going to adopt that's just a better healthier option choice behavior daily for the rest of this year that will serve me yes absolutely and I think that one of the major keys is actually doing a day-to-day you know goal versus just a yearly goal I feel like these long-term goals that are yearly are sometimes usually very unachievable because we're thinking we could do so much in a year. I mean, a year is a long time, but it's really not. When you break it down into pieces, you know, it's just 12 tries one time a month. If you do it, you know what I mean? Like if you actually think of it of a a quarterly phase, you know, which is like seasonal, I find that that's also really invigorating to kind of set these smaller goals along the way uh, because they really do set you up. Because even if you can't achieve that yearly goal, you've been able to attain, like you said, and adopt really good healthy habits that serve you and actually build you up to Towards that bigger goal. 100%, 100%. So, you know, for me, they're the conversations I'm having with people. That's definitely even the way I approach things. And I think, you know, as I progressively get wiser <laughs> year in, year oh, out, man. I think um, you know, <laughs> yeah, it definitely becomes more focused on this, on these small little things where I'm like, yep, that's my thing I'm going to own. And, you know, I don't I don't say this for New Year's resolutions. I don't say this for New Year's. I'll do this throughout the course of the year. If I've kind of nailed something and gone, yep, okay, I know I've had consistency in those three things that I wanted to achieve 
for the last six months, then let's revisit it because that's now ingrained. That's now part of my day-to-day. That's locked exactly. down. It's so not even a goal anymore. I don't have to think about it anymore, right? Right, so, exactly. Okay, well, what else could I improve upon? What else would add value to my day or my life or my journey or whatever? And then I'll start to incorporate that. So I revisit these things throughout the year. And, you know, you can probably, you could call them like a mini goal. But for me, I really believe that it is about a healthy ritual slash habit that you then yes well it's a ritual you create a habit you know and the thing is when you're looking at any goal but in particular fitness or a wellness goal it's a combination and an accumulation of consistent rituals done daily that add up to success right it's not this overwhelming restrictive i'm going to take this out i'm going to add this in i'm going to be all and end all and it's you know it's it's one end of the extreme to the other. And I think that's never going to be sustainable people. So no, when I see people too feeling like they've failed and we're only halfway through fucking January, I'm like, <laughs> you set yourself up for that. You know what I mean? Like you've said, I'm going to rip this out of my life. And there's, you know, it's a big rip a bandaid off process. There's no even, you know, gradual. There's a transition phase, guys. Like I feel exactly. like this is where we really need to learn that we can't go from, like we said, you know, going from having something every day to yeah. completely not having it at all. We can put even just a quick analogy, you know, like thinking of an alcoholic. I know this is very dramatic and I went back to the alcohol thing, no. but I think this is very no, relatable. It's, to some it's a thing for a lot of people, especially coming off the right. back end of a social festive season where, where they've probably not drunk oh, yeah. alcohol all the time. All of a sudden they're drinking it every day. The holidays trend you know you do a daily thing and this could resonate to a lot of people here just because even if you're not look again not saying you're an alcoholic think of an actual yeah think of somebody that lives and you know actually has a day-to-day ripping it out is going to be very difficult for them it's probably going to give them withdrawals it's going to give them headaches it's going to give them really really bad just emotions like moods you know so i would really highly suggest to slowly you know try to implement healthier habits to, you know, clean up your act and actually replace these other times, you know, or, you know, substances, you know, exactly to, to, to be more clear to actually, you know, help you and propel you to be healthier. Number one, I think health is so under, you know, um, just uh, people, every, every person's like, I'm trying to be healthy, but really they're not helping themselves to be healthier, you know, like we're saying it, but we're really not taking action towards it. So if we can, try to reassess what healthy actually is um that will help us really create better goals not just physical goals i love that you just said that too because i think that we miss the fact that health is not just looking great physical thing that's actually the last part of health because look at these chicks that we know that do drastic aggressive strategies to get to stage they look diced as shit but they're the unhealthiest no cycle no libido Mm -hmm. my health you know no microbiome you've been there (laughs) y'all it's not fun just because something looks doesn't mean that internally it's operating optimally at all so you know i believe that when we look at health health should also be about the mental and emotional health that we that we hold as well as physical so you know when you're thinking about these things it's when you're when you're thinking about the things you want to achieve it's is this strategy or this approach even going to be realistic because is it going to make me fucking miserable is it going to isolate me from friends and family is it going to mean that i can't have or take part in the one event per week that keeps me connected to community. Like there's so many other things you need to think about, right? And so many times we self-sabotage, just like you said, like we are thinking that we're failing uh, and we're actually doing things that are helping us get better, but we're feeling like this bigger goal is so hard to get to and we can't achieve it that you keep feeling like a failure and it's really not healthy mentally and also physically. Cause if it's a very aggressive goal for you to just cut carbs completely, let me put that for an example, (laughs) you know, like, Please no one do that. You're really thinking you're going to get there quicker, but in reality, you're just going to really just be miserable, like you said, and and sacrifice so many good things along the way. Uh, You can really build a healthy, healthy relationship with food, especially if you start cleaning up your diet. You know, you think of health as a component rather than just this physical. I feel like everyone ties their um, New Year's goal to a physical, you know, um, thing. Like, I want a six pack. I want to be skinny. I want to have 
have glutes or I want to, you know, have muscle or whatever goal it may be that you're, you know, trying to achieve this year, you're achieving, you know, you're, you're setting it with something physical. And that really doesn't give you satisfaction when you get to it and take that from Ali and I, who are world champions, and we've been at the top, you know, caliber type of competing and, it is not a satisfying place to be even when you get there. When you get there, you still want more. You want more and you don't think it's enough and you're going to continue striving, you know, to kill yourself to get there. And it just doesn't really happen until you really build. And I think this is one of the things that that's why we always you know, favor a building phase because it's really about trying to improve and building guys. It doesn't really keep you in a lean, you know, condition. So trying to restructure your body, body recomposition, or just learning healthy habits, how to track your food. Gosh, if I have any tips for anybody out there, my biggest tip for your new year's resolution, if you don't know anything about nutrition, uh, about just macronutrients in general, you've never tracked your food. That's exactly the goal I would, you know, recommend for you to take on this year is to learn what macros are, what foods you eat and start tracking the foods that you actually have. Even if you don't know what they are, start actually inputting them to understand your intake. You know, that would be something for one trying to, I think, you know, on that blueprint of thinking is it swap diet food for delicious food. Do you know what I mean? Like learn what's in something and learn about, well, actually respect the fact that if it is not palatable and tasty you're not going to stick to it you're mm-hmm. not going to crave it you're not going to say that it. you're not uh-huh. going to plan it you're not going to want to eat it right so Sorry, I, I, I'm like <laughs> ditch the bloody boring garden house salad that has literally lettuce and maybe a couple of tomatoes in it with no salad dressing like what are you eating you're basically going out and eating fucking weeds what are you doing <laughs> no you're not whereas if you stop that and you start working with you know tomato different this is my face tomatoes different you types know? of you know different <laughs> types of dressings in you know portion control moderation exactly. if you're working with different vegetables try apples pears parmesan cheese try you know the different types of tomatoes that have different flavors a bit of balsamic and a little bit of oh. you know a little bit of goat's cheese or something through like wow you're gonna love it it's gonna taste great you will actually with satiation and palatability plus a little bit of good fat in there you're gonna fill up faster on that as well but yes you're gonna look forward to your food you're gonna really eat your food you won't miss your meals you'll look forward to it you'll be so excited to eat that i mean i know how many happy dances we all do when we like look at people (laughs) and we're like oh my god we're about to eat and you're like so excited to eat that's exactly what you should be doing with the things that you're having in your day you know don't create this you know meal plan and diet that you cannot follow because number one you don't like it like ali said and secondly, it's really unsustainable because you're exactly. really eliminating nutrients well, your body needs. You know, they look at it and they go, that's what is going to get me a result, right? I'm just, I'm going to make it so plain fast, and fast track. Fast. Yep. calorie low but low calories doesn't always mean you know low body fat low weight great results it means binge restrict cycles are probably pretty much guaranteed if it has no flavor and no palatability so my yeah. thing, my thing to people is get adventurous and when you are thinking about macros and tracking learn about food yes but start to play with diversity and color in your food people super yes. important and start to learn about you know flavor creation and what actually makes you excited for a meal and thinking about you know having a healthy bowl of salad because with seasonings and, and you know exactly. dressings like you said exactly. you can make your own you don't have exactly. to go and use the bar oh my god dressing. we make up we make our own tartare sauce for our fish burgers oh. and fish tacos. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And it's literally dill from our backyard, some, some oh, you know, so um, parsley. We've got a little bit of um, gherkins. We chop up real fine, a little bit of gherkin sauce from the jar. And then we've got our, our vegan mayo because for me at the moment. I That's what I was going to say. You probably have to have some type of different. different so, you know, yeah, exactly. So we're making our own stuff at home all the time. And it, it really, it takes me two seconds to make. 
and it's yeah. controlled, but it's good ingredients. And I know what I'm using. Right? We're very blessed here in the States that we have a variety of companies here that actually we create do. like no sugar, no calorie, you know, like very abundance amount of yeah. sauces that you're able to have with your foods and cook with your chicken and, you know, your steaks and fishes. So it's really nice to be able to use these marinades and these different types of sauces that are, you know, zero carbs, zero sugars, and right. like practically low calorie, you know, they're just really flavorful. So it's going to make you look forward to your food. So a couple, just because we're on this note that here in the States, for those that are here, US based that are looking for some things to look in the grocery store, there's liquid smoke. Liquid smoke is actually going to give you that smoky flavor. Your house is going to smell like a barbecue house. You know, it's so, so good. It gives you such a, a, a good smoked flavor. Okay. So any, it goes good with poultry, fishes, uh, steaks. So just give it a try. And then you have like G Hughes here. G Hughes is awesome. It like, it's going to give you teriyaki marinade, barbecue, Thai chili, like just different, like lemon and garlic, like so many various yeah. amount of, you know, sauces that you're yeah. going to be able to create dishes with. So as you can see, that's going to give you a variety of dishes, yes. you know, you're going to be able yeah. to pair that with, and that's literally for proteins. You could do that for vegetables, but Good. again, just keeping it to something you like and you look forward to. Yeah. This is the thing. If you are looking forward to eating healthy naturally, then there's no hassle. You don't need, it's not a diet. It's actually, it becomes your lifestyle. And I love the fact that we've talked about the salads, the, the dressings and the options yeah. that are there for salads, right? But the reality yes. is when you're looking at dressing up any food, it can be as simple as one of my favorite salad dressings is literally a small portion controlled amount of olive oil with lemon juice. That's what I was going to say. Lemon? Oh, the come on. The most simple. It's so Greek. It's so, so easy. Greek. And for those watching the fats and you're counting your macros and, you know, you don't have yeah, for olive, there's cool. vinegar, vinegar and lemon work fantastic you know but i agree with ali if you have that then, room get those good healthy fats you guys you know what i would say would be a great a great you know sort of thing for people would be just simply choosing to learn how to work with say three ingredients so you know a good healthy habit would be you know incorporating in some natural herbs or spices or finding a natural, you know, flavor that I can add to my food and working your way through and learning about more of them. That would be a great habit for someone to write down as something they're going to achieve in the next yeah. say, three to six months, because that would expand your culinary experience exponentially. And it would 100% make your food enjoyable and you're going to be a vested part of the process. So I think that's super important. Another thing that I think is a good take home when you're learning about the food and the macros and tracking and everything else, cook at home more. You know, if, oh, you're sure. that, if, if you're, okay, a new year's resolution wouldn't be, let's go lose 10 kilos. Your new year's resolution could simply be this. Cook at I'm home more. Cook at home two, two more nights a week than what I currently do. Or you I'm save money have, and you're yeah. going to be on track. You're exactly. literally going to eat exactly. so much healthier. Even if you eat more calories, more exactly. carbs, they're going to be healthier. You know what you're putting into your food. You know uh -huh. how it's being cooked. And actually, you're going to have a better variation. You can use an air fryer, still have potatoes. Oh, my God. You can yeah. still have fries. You can still have technically like chicken fingers or chicken, you know, however you want your air fried chicken, you know, with a breading and it has no oil. It's so nice to be able to cook from home. I think that's such a good key, Ali. And going with that, I think with the food correlation, I think yeah. is very important to think of your energy and when is your highest energy in the day? Because here comes the training, right? Like here goes where everyone just goes gung-ho, cardio machines. I mean, I used to work at the gyms. We used to manage gyms and, you know, January came and all the treadmills would be taken. You'd be fighting for any cardio piece because everybody that came in literally would only get on the cardio pieces because that's what they think is working out right and they and yes for some we definitely need to keep in some good amount of cardio but guys resistance training is going to prevail amongst everything strength training really using some weights and actually applying yourself to learning good basic fundamental exercises to progressively get better at them. You know, I know we feel like a little, you know, um, crazy sometimes going into the gym, not knowing what we're doing. You know, I know I used to feel like that. I actually, that was how I started. And I started working at the gym, actually, you know, uh, I was always just felt so lost and I, and I actually wanted a free gym membership and I started training and then I started, you know, cause I started becoming, you know, passionate towards that. And, you know, that's actually how I evolved into working in, you know, the sales department, because then I realized they made more money 
than the trainers and <laughs> went to group fitness and did that because I wanted to work out while I did, you know, um, the sales and it just really became something where I watched the trend that new year's resolution used to be a sour thing for me, you know, because it was just always so busy and no one knew what they were doing, you know, but now I really do <laughs> sympathize for those yeah. that go in there and, you know, don't know what they're doing because I understand that they really don't know that cardio pieces aren't, you know, a way of yeah. forming a just training and, you know, trying to understand that your energy balance of the day is going to really give you uh, a better boost, you know, to actually go train and have a little more motivation. So rather than you waiting to the end of the day to train, you know, you should try to pick. And I, I mean, not all, always can we decide when, when we when train. When you feel optimal. Too. When you feel your optimal energy and being realistic and not going six days, seven days a week and, and saying I'm going to be able to go all the time, be realistic and only select three to four to start, especially if you come from not training, build up to yeah, it. Exactly. If you already train that much, then make sure you set that up in your program and, you know, try to achieve maybe five, but max, right? Like don't go seven days a week. You guys overtraining is horrible. I see it so much at the beginning of the year from everybody that tries to like get in shape or they come you know, out of the gate, like a race, oh, they go man. Too far, too far. race me to the cardio machine <laughs> and then they're, they're done. So, you know, yeah. I love that. And I think, you know, looking at that in two parts, if we looked at it from the point of view that you are someone who has had a gym membership for say decades and you know, you never go, well, instead of being like, you know, I'm dragging myself to the gym no matter what, maybe instead it could be, I'm simply going to get up and go outside and walk every morning, first thing, get my sunlight, get my steps in, right? And then it could be, I'm going to find something that I love, you know, whether that's going to a yoga class or a Pilates session or it's getting out Zumba. on the bike in the sun. Yeah, it could be anything, right? A spin class, like it could be literally yeah. anything. So it doesn't have to prescriptively look any one way. And I think the best thing is looking for a movement pattern that you're just excited by and that you can get invested in and that you want to be part of. It could be a running group. It could be rock climbing. I mean, these are all things I've done over the years. And for me, it was dancing. For me, it was always yeah. like a fun time would just turn on music yeah. or go to a Zumba class or have some type of, you know, aerobics class. I used to like class yeah. settings. Again, I didn't know what I was doing. So I really thought, you know, class settings were cool because you'd be and able to just- good when you don't know class. what you're doing because they oh, you and they get you there. So Everyone like, else, sometimes you're like, she's doing it worse than me. Yeah, you know, like- <laughs> <laughs> it's, it sucks to say that, but nor normally you get yeah. motivated when you see somebody else in a you know tougher position. And it sucks yeah, that man. that's how the human nature is. But if you put yourself where you feel like you don't know, you get unmotivated really quickly, um, you know? So that's why I, I love what you said, Ali, you know, I, you saying that you have to find something you love uh, in your movement pattern is really important. And I, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think, you know, looking at the little tangible bite-sized things you can do in your day-to-day -to -day too like you know another really powerful one I think which you know the stats on this are really quite scary it's something like 90% of the entire population does not eat two serves of fruit and three serves of vegetables a day. how disgusting is that like it, it's actually to me that's mind-blowing but at the same time I think back and I'm like, heard that statistic. I'm like, what? No, you know, <laughs> I can understand how that happens because I recognize where people get into the trap where they, again, it's an inability to understand, you know, and a lot of the times it's lack of awareness, right? They're not sure what is what and what foods, you know, have fiber right. and don't. And they're just not covering off all of the things, right? But that's a scary so bad stat. So that's a very me, bad stat. Yeah. It is. So for me, I kind of look at it and go, a really great habit for most people would be I'm literally going to eat two to three pieces of fruit every day. That's a really easy one, but I can guarantee you that should you adopt something like that, where it's going to be, I'm literally going, and do you know what two to three servings, servings of fruit is? It's about 150 grams. So, so, it's, small. so it's literally a banana, small banana, yeah. and then maybe two apricots, two apricots would be like one. Yeah. Yeah. So 
So point being, it's really easy to hit. It's not yeah. hard to do, but no. Put it in your, you know, snacks for sure. One oh. time a day. And, you know, obviously get in that serving. I agree with you, Ali, doing that yeah. as you know, just a healthy goal. And which leads me into your actual vitamins and actually getting yeah. in, of course, a colorful diet. But if you are deficient in anything, making sure you are looking at your health and going, getting a checkup. I know this sounds like, okay, or, you know, it's a new year. You're going to get, you know, yeah. your insurance. I don't know how you guys do it out there. You're going to start getting some calls. Have you done, you know, your follow-up and, you know, yes. I think you're, we just got a renewal here, you know, with uh, our, our insurance. So you're going to have to go do your checkup. I recommend for everybody, go get blood work, go see where you're at, you know, actually check up on yourself, see what you need to work on. Everyone's so different internally. We're deficient in nutrients. You know, we have different levels hormonally. We have different protein as well as hemoglobin levels, iron deficiencies, like so many different things across the board that we just do not know that we are dealing with. And especially if you have gut issues or you're having any sleep issues, there's something going on internally. And these yeah. markers will give you a sign or direction of where you should be taking some approach. So I highly recommend to do a healthy, you know, for, you know, yearly checkup and, you know, try to create some sense around health, whether it doesn't mean that a vitamin is going to cure you. It by no means does, but it is a healthy habit. So like in the mornings, like for me, like you had mentioned, Ali, like about vegetables, uh, I'm really bad at getting in certain vegetables because I'm not very big on eating all the vegetables and I do need the variety of them. So getting in like my daily greens in the morning, my gut support and my vitamins, it's a ritual. It's a daily thing. And, you know, I just prioritize that. And that's a habit. So even if you're able to create something as simple as every morning you do something, you do a checklist, right? Like checklists to me, I feel like are such a great self-achievement goal throughout the day that are very easy to check off. Feel good about yourself, right? There's these self-achievement goals. So like whether that is being organizational and actually using your calendar for it or using your notes or actually writing down uh, a checklist, it's going to help you create that healthy habit daily. Um, So doing something along the lines like good sleep hygiene. I know we've had episodes about this. You can always go back, you know, and check up on these episodes that we've talked about because we've actually talked about routine and rituals. We've talked about sleep hygiene and how important sleep is. Uh, But keeping all this in your goals, like day-to-day goals, not just yearly goals. I think it's really important for us to set up the smaller ones that lead up to those bigger ones. And this is where, you know, today's conversation, I hope gives people some ideas for things, you know, just the, the stuff we're talking about in conversation. Hopefully you might pick something out and be like, you know what, I'm so crap at my fruit. I'm definitely getting, that's yeah. going to be my thing. Eating two to three pieces of fruits one going to be one of my new daily habits, right? And then within six months, you're automatically doing it. And it's no longer, it's just part of your routine in your day. And yeah, then your, your, habit, your new habit goals will change, right? Um, mm-hmm. Now, one of the other things that I think is super important that, a lot of women could benefit from putting this on their daily habit is I will not weigh myself. <laughs> the scale. <laughs> weigh myself. Do not let the scale or numbers dictate. Yeah, exactly. Why don't, you know, instead of looking at that every single day, berating yourself, making shitty choices based upon fluctuations that have got nothing to do with body fat. Why don't instead you look at, you know, a performance related goal instead, you know, and we've talked about this in previous episodes too, but I think that would be a really cool thing to put down as a, as an initial change to your daily habit, because it might be the one thing that you do every single day that is completely derailing everything that you want. You know, so I think, you know, not weighing yourself, not defining yourself by scales. Or Ali, on the contrary of that, like uh, some people don't even, they, they're so scared to take a photo and so scared to even yeah. take their measurements or take yeah. you step on the scale because they're so scared. I know so many that like are frightened to even yeah. hop yeah. on the scale. So that's actually on the opposite spectrum of what you had just said, because I completely agree with you. There's so many that just overweigh themselves daily. And this is just in mind F in their whole day to day because they think they're not progressing. But then there's the others that don't even know what's going on, period, that just that let themselves, guys, what, what you don't know doesn't hurt you kind of, you know, saying is actually really bad because we, we have a saying yeah, that you just keep getting worse. We have a, we have a saying that saying that is, 
you're an emu, you're putting your head in the sand. Now, if you've seen an emu, they've got a tiny head with this long neck and then they've got this massive ass body. So literally, if you're putting your head in the sand, we can still see your body, people. Like you can, <laughs> you're not hiding shit, right? So there's no point <laughs> being ignorant in no. what is going on. But there is exactly. one really big point here to make, which is this. The reason you're not doing it is because there is absolutely no self-love. None. And you know, and you know, deep down, you aren't doing anything to help it. You're yes, usually right. doing everything opposite and you're scared. You're freaking starting to hop on. You don't know the damage you've done. You never even actually calculated your pictures in a two piece in probably years or months, if I'm being dramatic, but I know a lot of scenarios like this. And I think that you have to check yourself. You have to. And for anybody out there that right now is in a position that they haven't even seen themselves or taken photos or even hopped on the scale, completely opposite spectrum, maybe from some women that are listening to this are like, what? Like I look at myself every day, you know, and that's actually more of my competitors over here and probably everybody that's obsessed on a certain weight and look, but then we have the opposite, right? Where you're just like so frightened and just so scared of what it's going to say and what's going to reflect and the fact that you're actually putting yourself as a starting point right because this is the beginning of the year what do we say you know it's a fresh start and I would love for everybody to kind of use it that way and let everything in 2021 leave it there you know start fresh and really create sustainable goals and you know do these progress photos actually you know take a little reflection moment i think reflecting is so important i took some time to reflect i mean i think it's really important to take moments to call yourself out but also be proud of yourself there's a, it's a, it's a hand in hand you're being you know a good constructive criticist but at the same time you're being self loving you know ali you know that when you said you have to you know actually self love yourself and you won't do it you won't actually check so on yourself I think yeah. what that largely is when you are reflecting is self-acceptance, right? So it's where you oh, go, oh, go, this is me now. This is yeah. not the end of me, right? This doesn't define me. This is just where mm-hmm. I sit right now. So in this moment, self-acceptance is not about, you know, beating yourself up and going downhill from there. Self-acceptance is really that moment where you go, I love who I am, you know, yes. and whilst, whilst I might not be entirely comfortable with what I am like at the moment externally, it's just this one moment in time, right? So mm, I just got chills. Absolutely. hundred yeah, percent. As long as I look at myself and I am so deeply okay with who I am as a person, then I become more fixated on taking care of myself than fixing myself or beating myself up. So the, the two ooh, biggest ooh, things. I'm just like, can we just. Yeah. They, that? that was amazing. That's they self-destruct and they literally believe they do not deserve to be better. The minute though that you go, hey, I'm so good with who I am and I'm working every day to continue to make me better, your whole motivation level changes and the way that you approach the process to get better changes because it's not about fixing anything. It's about taking care of yourself because you are yes, outlook. So maybe one of your things that you're going to write out for yourself will be, you know, I will practice self-love and acceptance. You know, maybe that's something you're going to do every day, but you might notice that the things that we're suggesting, some of the options that we're putting out there, they're not about scales and weight and the way you look. <laughs> A lot of them are about the things that if you do them though, I promise you, you're going to look better. You're going to feel great. You're going to be yeah. healthy. You'll be immune, you know, supported. You're going to be oh, in the best, you're going to be in the best position in your life, but more importantly, you're going to be fucking happy. Yes, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, it doesn't matter above all. You're going to feel incredible inside and outside is going to reflect that. You said, you know, it really well. It's more about taking care of the inside first than the outside really, really will follow. As much as you know, you see that everywhere and you know, probably hear it. We have to try it. You have to see it yourself. Like you literally will not keep up with this lifestyle until you feel it, until you actually understand that you are working worthy enough to actually be fighted for, which is you who needs to fight. No one can do this battle for you. And it's really important to, you know, do that self-acceptance, but at the same time, be like, I don't want you to be extremely hard on yourself, but we do have to push ourselves. We put ourselves in this victim mentality all the time. And I, I, 
hate it because we tend to do it as humans, even, you know, myself or, you know, I see so many clients do it and it's like, this is why I, you know, I'm the victim and this is why I did what I did. And and look, guys, it's a new year. Let's just all of our excuses, own it, know you fucked up, leave your fuck ups to not guilt you, you know, and just move on, learn from it and move on. It's the same mess mess up that you might've been doing, but guess what? You have to figure out a way to not continue making the same mistake again. And that just comes with self-reflection and actually being a good self-critic to yourself. Now, actually on the back end of this and talking about self-acceptance and, you know, not berating oneself. I think one of the biggest things that most women can actually um, benefit from take social media vacations. Get the hell off <laughs> social media. <laughs> Unfollow bitches that make you crazy. Unfollow oh, yeah. people that are negative or toxic or fake news or the shit that basically brings you down. And I would say that maybe one of your habits is if it does not nourish or feed my soul or add value to my life, I will not read it. I will not listen to it. I will not be around it. That could be yes. a good habit. That applies to everyone in your circle, 100%. anything in life, not just your social media. I think that should apply to we, your life motto. Do you know how many times women come undone, not because they're not doing a great job, not because they're not progressing, not because even in a comp prep process, they're not looking freaking amazing and they're right on track. It's because they yep. compare themselves to someone else's five second highlight reel of, you know, all of the best bits okay. of their lives on social media. Stop doing this. So I would suggest if you are someone that's really bad at the comparison, you know, which is the thief of all joy and all success, then delete those accounts or take yourself off social media for short periods of time to, you know, rebalance and replenish the mind. I think that's very healthy to do. Um, And then if you are someone that is just literally day to day, you can feel your energy going from a good place to a bad place relatively quickly revisit what you're consuming and it's with your eyes your ears and your energy not just what you put in your mouth because i love that you hit that one ali because i feel that that's something so overlooked that people don't understand why do i feel the way i feel but i'm like what did you just do were you just an hour on youtube Mm -hmm. or social media living somebody else's life you know and trying to you know essentially be in their life and be you know living their life and that gives you this sense of you know oh my God, I'm not good enough. And uh, my life sucks. You know, I only get to go to work and come home and go to the gym and they get to travel and do all these X, Y things, you know, that you're really, you know, fantasizing to do, but, and, you know, it blows my mind how much social media perception gets really skewed because some people look at these icons and idols and they're really not what they seem to be. And we know this firsthand, like it makes, I have people ask me about certain situations and I'm like, it is not like that at all. No. Like, I, I, I know this situation. It's I a highlight it. reel. I know these people and yes. Instagram is not that way. Well, <laughs> but it is not yeah. the way their life looks 24 seven. Actually, trust me. Do you know what I mean? Like, Oh, 100%. If I'm honest, you know where you said, Ali, about unfollowing and stuff? I think it's really healthy to go and clean. Yeah, go and revisit who you follow, actually see the content. Is this healthy? Is this a good feed for you to actually be on? Because social can also be a good place to be social, right? Like that's what it's made for, for you to connect and actually have some, you know, friends and feel, you know, a, a, a good bond and a good circle of friends that give you support. So I encourage it. I actually think it's a good place when you have the right circle and you follow the right accounts when your approach to it is a healthy one so where it's not about what am i lacking what do they have that i don't where it's envy and greed and all of the things you shouldn't be feeling right i'll share so for my feel good my account has a lot of animals okay like i have a lot of dogs a lot of nature i have a lot of motivational accounts i have you know really really good nutritional and you know training 
seeing, um, you know, companies that I'll follow and, you know, yeah. good people that I know are reputable and very credible. But at the same time, I know, like, honestly, more than 50% of my stuff is stuff that makes me laugh or makes me feel good. So yeah. that is what social media is to my personal. And I understand, <laughs> Ali, you and I have a different, you know, we, we run our businesses off of it. So it does yeah, have to right. work and play where right. we have right. to, you know, obviously assign ourselves to actually work. But for me, if you're, if I'm actually scrolling and I'm actually passing time and I'm literally waiting in a line and I'm not trying to talk to anybody and I'm just trying to, you know, have a good smile or have a good little laugh. I follow stuff that makes me feel good. It makes me laugh. Yeah. So if that is something that will help, that is just a tip. I don't even really follow a lot of people like that. I, I follow a lot of nature. Places I want to visit, things yeah. I want to see, animals that make me feel so amazingly warm and laugh. Yeah. And, you know, there's some accounts that are really funny too. And so if that's minute- kind of that that I see an account go down a route where I'm like nah I'm not about that I'm like oh no totally if I Uh -uh. see something pop up immediately into OnlyFans unfollow I can't take it seriously (laughs) Like I, I just I can't. So hey, Allie, that's I, their business. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, time. I shouldn't make fun of it. I'm uh, sorry. Okay, you can go and say, Jesus Christ. Like I can't um I can't let my feed be full of something that doesn't either add value or bring me oh. joy, right? So I'm the same. I take that to heart, you guys. Like clean yeah. up your feed, know what you're putting exactly. in your mind, really exactly. structure out your, you know, your plan as far as your workout regimen, your meals, things that you like, you know, things you love when you're moving and training, whether if that's walk, dancing, make sure you do some resistance training at some point. If you really are trying to get some body compositional changes, that's the route, that's the key system to success it's not just cardio making sure you are getting in some strength training uh, but be realistic don't go seven days a week make sure you're doing something across the board that would be reasonable to your schedule if you're a nurse and you work overnight you really think you're gonna go all the time probably not right maybe just do three times a week and then if you're someone that doesn't go period three times a week is sufficient to get started bump up after that once you can achieve that bump to four then five guys, five is sufficient. Those that I see training six to seven days, if you're a, if you're a competitor, it's a different story. But if you're just trying to build healthy habits, a good lifestyle, guys, don't overtrain, please. And you know, no. don't overtrain. No. What are your what what would be your top three things that you are probably going to focus on or mm. or like what what are some of yours? So, okay. So for, let's say adopting, uh, let's see healthy habits. And we're talking about daily ones. I think for me, one of the things I really neglect, and it's so funny, we're just talking about social media, but I actually neglect my social media. So <laughs> I, because I find like my space, my, my, my actual yeah. mind or maybe energy gets affected from it. Like you had said, sometimes it's like, yeah. maybe you get in a different mood or, you know, you feel different. And it usually, when I find that and I find the common usually it's usually social media so I like just completely distance myself sometimes and I'm like yeah it's not real so you it's not but you know what it is it feels this overwhelming sense of so much to do on there that I find that I get just overwhelmed so for me it's like having to stagger and figure out a way in my day because I you know the time is just me being more organized with the way I do it because I do a lot of calls throughout my day trying to get my training my meals everything in I just have to be better and I will make it a priority I have to get better at my social media like it's just point point given like guys I post like maybe once a month sometimes and it's horrible I story for a long like for a few days and then I'll like disappear again I have to be consistent more Carrie is oh that's why I don't worry about it I don't worry about it because he tells me everything Oh, exactly. That's why I, I don't worry about it. He catches me up. He yeah. tells me what every client is up to, you know. And and his, account, like, <laughs> his account's good and it's good for business. So it's like, yeah, you're, you're all over it. Even if you're uh, like, it is too But fun. you know what? That's why I've gotten way too complacent. Yeah. I've not made it a mission. I'm, I'm making it a goal. It's one of my New Year's resolutions to get more active and to be more social. Like, I mean, that's essentially yeah. what it's made for. And I want to get to know all of you that are listening. I 
I get so enamored with all you guys messaging. And I think it's such a, a awesome, you know, cause too to be able to give back what we've been able to learn. And I find that even my clients are like, coach, you know, I want to see you more. And I'm like, crap, I just really got to get my I shit together it. and pop up on social media more. Sometimes it's hard though, because you just, you know, like, it's difficult because when you're in a service-based role, you like your first thought process is, is to be of service. So it's literally more right. about servicing yeah. your client base, spending time on what's going to make their journey better, you know, being, you know, collaborative on their programming and planning. So that's like, exactly how I feel. <laughs> an audience that doesn't really know you and not all of them are connected to you personally like that. That's what I always tell them. I'd rather really talk to you one-on-one than talk to the audience yeah. that has, you know, all these thousands yeah, of people exactly. that I don't maybe know <laughs> and that worry and prioritize and them so much. Going. Half yeah. of them are not really your cheerleaders. They're just following your stuff to steal it. I find Oh, these absolutely. Well, you know, the one over that. I don't care. Like the recipe in there, but you cannot yeah, make exactly. the same exactly. sauce, okay? Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. You can <laughs> like, take that, you know? I see you. Okay. I see you. But my, yeah. my, I think one of my, one, my big ones were for this. Well, actually, I've been doing it for the last couple of months, but definitely I want to take it all the way through, especially as, you know, our family is going to be expanding this year. It's yeah. really big for me that I have family time. So for me, oh, one of the things that's, yeah, really dedicated, really small things um, down to, to we are sitting down for our meal, no TV at the table every night. Oh. So just something small <laughs> like that. That's one of mine. And oh. it's <laughs> making me mindful so I'm eating mindfully I am having interactive connected conversation with people that I love I am having meaningful conversations we're present um and I think so that being it, present it, is your being yes. present with your family and being yes, there my, more yes correct because awesome. whilst I'm I'm always here and I'm always around and it's always been that way hey, you work from home it's yeah just not the same though as a dedicated space where it's particularly just about you and me across the table from me, right? It's very different. So it's very, people don't realize that working online or from home actually means that you're working all the all time. The time. Like, you don't yep. really get right. to segregate these moments for your family and even for yourself. Like, gosh, you don't even take a shower sometimes and you're like, oh, <laughs> I stink. I'm like, I need to go shower, you know? So definitely making time. Oh, my I, was saying it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So that's amazing. That's awesome. That's, that's probably probably one of my first and foremost big ones but as you can tell that has nothing to do with how I look or what I'm doing or losing anything like it's totally not even in the sphere of it for me um what what would be something else that you're going to focus on so I'm going to, again, I'm going to have you all hold me accountable to this because <laughs> I'm, dropping, I'm already like freaking getting red thinking about them because <laughs> I, I read I all the time, but mine's oh. great. <laughs> oh, actually, if you guys take a look at these video, I mean, this video is a little flush. All She's pretty time. red right now. Like oh, she's well, glowing with their pregnancy, well, you know, flesh that she has going on. I'm, I'm busy, busy growing cells here. Oh yeah. She's reproducing all those hormones the baby needs. Uh, oh no, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> so, uh, drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> Um, finally, okay. I think this all correlates to social media. And I think I've just put myself under this rock, uh, getting so busy. I'm thinking like just my own one-on-one -on -one business and my one-on-one -on -one clients and, you know, my personal app and stuff. And I think, I mean, it's amazing. I love what I do, but I know it's time. I've been holding myself back from actually starting a YouTube channel as well yeah. as like you know, actually starting a TikTok account, which I, I know everyone's like, wait, TikTok, are you going to like really do that? I'm like, guys, it's just something I know I have to do and it's not because of just it being TikTok I just know it's going to be an avenue that I'm going to be challenged with and I think that's the missing key for me actually putting myself out there is putting more content of maybe other stuff you guys don't know I do um it's not just fitness and that runs my life you know I think that's another thing that I can yeah. always uh, share and I think that correlates with sharing more right it still kind of goes hand in hand with my daily stuff I need to accomplish but this is a yearly thing okay so th think of how I'm spacing this out right like I need to be more active daily um but at the same time throughout the year I have to create a channel and something that is actually more successful I'm not going to just I've already done these type of goals before and I've not succeeded at them because I tried to rush into them or try to act like they're going to be done in a month. 
you know, or they're going to be, you know, up and rolling within a month's time. And that's not the way it works. Same with building muscle or getting some weight loss. You guys, like it's about (laughs) setting up an actual system, following through with it. And then finally getting a foundation. So my foundation, I'm hoping to get set up. I'm hoping for my timeframe. I'm I'm hopefully right by the middle of the year that by the end of the year, things are established and really rolling. You know, so that's my yearly goal, which I'm so terrified, you guys. <laughs> you know, I've, I've been shocking too. Like I've never done a fully dedicated <sighs> YouTube and I was told like far out six years ago to do it. And I just, Ali, I've been I'm, freaking dangling my feet for so long and saying I'm going to do it. And I'm like, <laughs> and I don't have the time, but I'm going to make the time. This is the problem. I always tell myself I don't have the time and I will continue making that my excuse forever. So I have to cut that shit out and make myself do it. Like I just have to, it's just me holding myself back. And I think if any of this resonates to anybody, sometimes we're the ones holding ourselves back and we're the ones creating these barriers and we're the ones saying these things that we believe that are true. And I mean, they may be true. I was busy for a long time. I like had so much to do, you know, I was prepping. We now have moved into the office. So just uh, letting everybody know we've actually moved into an office. I know I'm still right now out of my home office, but you know, I actually have already moved in with Carrie for Dynasty Training Headquarters are out of a facility. We have a posing studio. We have a full office where we're going to be doing everything from and so my other goal is to actually separate work from home as much as I possibly can so it's kind of similar to what yours is Ali but it's it's different because yours is actually going to family time mine is like home is home and I only work when I want to but I have everything Mm. work scheduled and organized to be from the office so that is a nice uh thing that we are going to be you know doing throughout the year setting up but now there's no excuses like it was settled in there's nothing I can say now, like I'm doing the office, I'm, you know, decorating and remodeling and yeah. have so much on my plate, you know, and it's, it's just time. So no more, That's you guys, can like account, okay? <laughs> <laughs> man, if COVID wasn't so shit and, and we yeah. were in a position where, in where it's really not, you know, safe for me to catch it, we would probably have an environment that we would have external to home, but we're just in no rush because we did that. That's why we did the big renovation on the house and we got our gym and our posing area connected to the property so that we literally just, I could be safe and we could completely safeguard ourselves. And when it's at a peak and I didn't want to see anyone, I didn't have to, but if we, you know, wanted to, we could. So I completely understand where you're at with that. And I think it's great separating it. Um, I think, you know, for me, another big thing that I was doing which is probably, again, just indicative of, you know, where we're at and where we're going is the importance of actually having boundaries. Mm. So it's very easy when you're in a service role and you love what you do and you just give of yourself all the time. You don't even think about it. Mm -hmm. You don't turn off. You don't switch off. You're on Messenger. I'm I'm on four platforms of communication 24-7. I have been for the last 12 years and I haven't known any different. In the last four months, I have specifically set aside time. And, you know, for the first time in my entire adult life, I don't work Sundays anymore. I do not work on Sundays. Good for you. That but is it took awesome. me how many decades to get to yeah, that? I was going to say, I was like, yeah, I'm not there, Ellie. Right? I was like, I, Sunday's my busiest day. <laughs> I'm getting to this. So I don't work a Sunday, right? And, you know, the benefit awesome. to me is that because we have such a large international, um, you know, client base too, it's good because my Sunday is your Saturday. My Monday mm-hmm. is your Sunday. So everyone gets yeah. everything in time to prep for the week anyway. And everyone in Australia yeah. has everything done by my Friday, which means they're still prepping on the weekend. So I've got it down to this well machine. You've got, you know time, your business. Correct. Yeah. For a yes. very long time though, I chased my own tail. I gave up all of my family time and my freedom because I didn't really think I could say no. Whereas now I'm like, no, no. I love Love, love, love that you just touched this because I think this is a perfect way to wrap up how you guys 
maybe don't use organizational skills, like maybe even a calendar on your phone, just saying to actually start manipulating your tasks as well as your workouts, your family time, you know, maybe even things that were set out to do, like for example, maybe, you know, uh, errands or appointment, doctor's appointments, dentist appointments, things that actually need to be scheduled out, not just itself, but actually your day. And I find it so helpful for us to stagger out and actually block out times for family, for work, you know, and actually invest yourself during these times. I find like this is actually going to be one of my biggest goals is to make sure I stick to it, you know, versus us just trying to map it out and it look nice and like look good. And then you're just kind of, you know, do a few, you know, it's actually following through it all. So I, I love that you said that because it's very important for everybody to be very, organized and I think what we like really lack and that I think to not as humans and, and I, I've definitely been um you know guilty of this in the past is that yeah. everything was about you know commerce and business and what is deemed to be successful so it was either you know about gym and the goal and the crown or it was about business only and I would forget the most important factor which was me you know yes. without looking yeah. after me and I'm talking about me on a spiritual and mental and emotional level, as well as the physical and financial, then there is no success because without me being my best me, there's nothing, right? So my family get nothing at the end of the day. And I also yeah. can't achieve anything if I'm not well, and I'm not well across exactly. all those spheres. So this is where I think, you know, I hope if nothing else from what we've discussed, because we've both given examples of things we're focusing on that have nothing to do with physicality. I hope yeah. you you can take away something that helps you to set your one to three things you're going to look at in the next three to six months, let alone whole year and focus on the things, you know, that if you make the small change every day, it's going to actually contribute to the goal that you might want physically. Anyway, the byproduct of it will be that you've got either more time or you've got, you know, um, more freedom in, in the ability to get to the gym, or it might be that you're eating better foods, you're making better choices, you are, you know, moving more overall, like whatever it is, but you're going to achieve what you ultimately want in the end anyway, but in a really healthy, really sustainable wellness focused way, rather than it just being, it's going to be your lifestyle. Exactly. It's not going to be something you're trying to create at all. You're right. living it, you're breathing it, but it's because you slowly added them in. You worked on these right. smaller habits. You made these smaller goals to become your bigger goal. And I right. love you know how most of the time we always just look at these bigger goals and think like yeah. we're enamored or motivated by them. Guys, yeah. it's the small ones. Like the small yeah. ones are the ones that we should be so happy with achieving. And I hope that you guys are able to fall in love with the process rather than just the end goal. I think this is something that we all get so tied with is the end goal, the, the, the yeah. goal achievement, you know, once I get there, once I get to this weight, or once I get to abs, or once I get to this lean condition, once I get yeah. those glutes, you think you're going to be happy. And it doesn't let me, actually let me break it to you. It doesn't you bring you happiness. Yeah. If you don't bring you journey or yes. you're not present in the journey to get there, it's not going to bring you happiness. No, you have to learn. You have to learn about yourself, really grow within this whole journey and make sure you're setting up these realistic goals and sustainable habits. I so hope instead of resolutions that are going to fail, choose some things oh. you're going to make better in your simple day-to-day because that's yeah. going to be where you'll make changes. Small goals, right? And then have a yearly one, maybe may break it down like I did into a semi-yearly and then break it down into quarterly and see how you're able to set yourself up to actually get there, you know, but make sure you're doing daily ones. Daily ones are the most important. Now, we, would, we would love to see what it is that you're choosing. So, you know, if you're following us, totally. post about it, tag us, share yeah. the episode, you know, talk about what you're choosing, what are going to be your healthy habits, like, or what are going to be the things you're implementing or changing or focusing on that are eventually going to lead to bigger outcomes. And then we'd love to see in a few months time where you're at with it. Right. And I think, you know, getting involved in a community like that and sharing it publicly is always a really great way to keep you accountable and keep you tied in to what it is you promised yourself you're going to do. You know, maybe that's actually something that you should set for yourself is I will not break a promise to myself this year. 
that would be and you know and you know even if you do don't like and why i say this is because you make promises yeah but really make real ones like don't just say like i'm gonna you know do something you don't right like be real with them so same with your goals like but it, it, it's true you know it's you you're showing up for you're not showing up for anybody else so you know make them to yourself not to your coach not to your spouse yeah, exactly. you know like yes say it out loud to have others support you and get you to hold yourself accountable but you at the end of the day are the ones that are going to make those deep excuses or you're going to oh, set yourself up for failure still 100%. do the things that are old habits. So still make it to yourself. You are yeah. the person you're fighting for. It's your life. Take control over it. Own it. I mean, we're, it, this is enough. This is not the end of the year. Don't mull in your soppiness, sadness, and all the things that you know, went wrong. It, so many things went wrong for everybody last year. You're not the only one. We've got to make sure we snap out of this victimology type of mentality and get ourselves into just a new, clear, fresh start. It's a new year and set up these good, sustainable, real goals and start and, setting up daily habits. And don't feel like, you know, you miss the boat because it's not the 1st of January. I mean, just stop and do this any time of the year at any Absolutely. time. So- I just find because so many are doing it. That's why I say like, there's this, there's this air that's going around, you know, that this wave and I call it a wave because it always comes in January. I just like writing it. Like let's yeah. ride the wave, right? Like rather than trying to go against it and try to hate on the new year's people and the ones that are selling resolutions, you know, actually try to set them yourself, but don't set resolutions, set goals and attainable yeah. ones and do things that are going to service your day to day and your end goal. Yeah. Agreed. Well, yeah. fingers crossed, you've taken something out of this. You've been able yeah, to write your own little list and we've helped contribute to what will be an amazing 2022. And we would love to hear from you. As I said, please share your journey with us. We'd also love to hear feedback. Please comment, please share, follow, subscribe and share our episodes. We always love hearing from all of you. And yes, we'll see please you again soon. Happy New Year, everyone. Once again, wishing everyone abundance of love, health, happiness, and joy. Let's make the best out of this year and look forward to some of these new things that we have in store. I mean, Ali's going through her pregnancy. You're going to get a lot of good upcoming episodes on that. Um, We're going to be defending my title once again, uh, you know, in the middle of the year, well, towards, you know, August and stuff. So we're going to have a lot of good stuff for you guys. So if there is anything you guys want to hear please send us you know some messages and let us know other topics that you guys specifically want to hear but thank you guys for your support we really appreciate it from the bottom of our heart until next time bye thanks for tuning in to another episode of the queen divas queens of fitness podcast make sure you follow us on instagram at queen divas pod on twitter at queen divas four And follow our hosts on Instagram, Alicia at Alicia Gowans underscore WBFF Pro and Steph at Stephanie Ayala 7. See you all next week.